What's up, Pocket Dudes? Welcome to Pokemon Go to the Movies. I'm your host, Dan Video Games, and with me is Bob. Hey, guys. From Gigaboots, Chris Wolfhart. Hello. Dr. Agro. Hi, y'all. And Shibuya Gato from Millennium Mike. Hello. This time we're talking about Pokemon Heroes, the fifth Pokemon movie for Pokemon Go to the Movies, the Pokemon theatrical film podcast where we talk about it, rate the Pokedex uh, representation and a bunch of other things. We'll get into those segments later, but before we get into the synopsis, I just want to clarify, in America, Pokemon Heroes, in Japan, the guardian gods of the city of water, Latias and Latios. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Which of these do you feel is more representative of this film, Bob? That Japanese title has anything to do with what happens in the movie. <laughs> okay, let me, um, what if it started playing that Dragon Ball GT final bout theme for Goku, where it was called Hero of Heroes, as Latios and Latios saved the day? Would that... that that probably make the other one better, but they okay. didn't do that, just so we're clear. What if I did that while watching? <laughs> I don't just think that... Like, that affects much. <laughs> okay. Well, anyways, let's get to it. I really like the opening of this film. Well, not... The actual opening of this film. The actual opening of this film is a summary of the anime to date in America with no narration. In Japan, it has a strong narration being like, Ash's first Pokemon was Pikachu, did you know? And you just get to see lots of random shots and everything. Isn't there bits of Brock narrating it in the English? In the English? Not as far as I know. There's a little bit of it because I heard it. I didn't mm-hmm. hear any Brock narration on this one. It Uh-oh. had the opening sequence, but then the usual narrator for the anime comes in at a certain point and just goes, our heroes are in the famous town now for the famous event. Yes. After we do the storybook stuff where it shows like cool ancient times, no narration in America. The storybook has narration in Japan as well. Uh, it shows the story of like an island being attacked by some menace. Children defend the city against it by transforming into Latios and Latias, and a pile of Latios and Latias come down from the heavens and stop the menace entirely. And the child Lati twins hand the uh, people of this town a jewel known as the Soul Dew. Then we get our uh, Team Rocket members, apparently henchmen named Annie and Oakley? I'm unfamiliar Mm, with Annie and Oakley, believe it or not. I think this is the only uh, thing they're in. Also, they're not related to uh, they're not related to Team Rocket at all in Japanese. That's something they added in the dub. Of course, it is. Oh my god, that makes sense. That what? makes a lot of sense, huh? I guess it, yeah, <laughs> they didn't have ours on their uniform or anything. Yeah, and their name is a reference to uh, Annie Oakley, who was part of Buffalo Bill's Wild West show back in the uh, 1880s. Oh, okay, huh? But yeah, as they're reading this book and they finish it up by actually speaking at the end of reading the book, a guard for the museum comes up and they go, okay, time to leave. They leave a rose zip line out the window, get in a giant automobile with big O vibes that transforms into a jet and fly away. And immediately I'm like, oh my God, this movie looks great. <laughs> <laughs> like visually, I hope we can keep this up. I have no idea. Will the budget plummet in the next movie? Not a clue. The book explains, as they explain in the car, how to operate the defense mechanism called the DMA. It uses the soul dew. By the way, (laughs) it's called a soul dew because it has a soul in it. It's Latio soul. And it looks like a dew. The defense mechanism. Just to abbreviate it, it's DM defense mechanism something. (laughs) Defense mechanism. Ah. With attitude. (laughs) With attitude. Is that what the A stood for? I never knew. 
But yeah, the first three minutes of this movie has a lot of really cool shots, a lot of really cool artistic style with the storybook and stuff. We get the jet scene and then we get our title card drop. It actually is really, really cool. And then we end up at the Tour de Altamar, which is an annual water chariot festival. Ash and Misty are competing with it. There's a, uh, Brock up there on a bridge just being like, I'm watching too. And a cute lady comes up to him and he falls apart because he's Brock. My favorite part of the beginning here, though, they're on these cool flotation pods. That's neat. You know, it's like a semi-sphere. They're just standing on while holding a rope tied to their Pokemon. But it's the Zatu being the beginning of the race signal. <laughs> so good. It's adorable. Uh, and a really, uh, in my opinion, the word is cute, but a really cute Ots song about believing in yourself and your Pokemon Master Quest starts playing. As Totodile pulls Ash, Corsla pulls Misty, and they start going really, really fast, which made me like kind of want to look up speed stats because that didn't make a ton of sense <laughs> to me. Off the like, I don't think fast when I see Totodile, but I think Corsla is the bigger problem. It's literally coral. <laughs> Maybe they're jets. I think you're talking you know? about pulling something in a race. You got to mix speed and power. Okay. All right. So you think Corsola has a lot of torque? I think <laughs> I, I think Corsola has a lot of volume in the throughput of water through its porous body. <laughs> right. Exactly. See, it could it could figure something out with that. Also, we need to view the move set. You know, we haven't really thought about it that way either. It could be just using moves nonstop the whole way through the race. We don't know. But anyways, that cute young lady walked up next to Brock, which makes him like sort of fall apart like he do. And uh, in these in this small moment of weakness, he lets Pikachu fall off the handrail. <laughs> useless <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> do not let Brock watch your children. Uh, Pikachu lands with Ash and crew, so they continue the race. Team Rocket Trio here just enjoying some good food and having a good time. And then the racers splash all over their food because they can't have shit. Minding their own business. We're starting to get to like the old tricks commercials where like the kids would just jump the rabbit and kick the shit out of him. Uh -huh. <laughs> yes. Oh my yeah. God, you're right. They were experiencing <laughs> such joy. I love that they completely washes the wear of their food. Like, it, they don't have anything <laughs> left anymore. It's just that's, gone from the plates and forks. Bob, I'm not sure if you knew. That's how uh, uh, carb-free noodles are. That's how oh, uh, gluten-free noodles are. They just wash away the moment water hits them. It's really sad, actually. So Ash is going really, really fast. He goes to take a corner because Totodile's just wrecking it. And he's going to crash. He flies off this thing and Latias in stealth mode because Latias is secretly a U.S. government stealth bomber. <laughs> stops him from hitting the wall and then he lands peacefully. He's just like, oh, I won't process this at all. I don't think that's a secret, Dan. I think that everyone knows the secret government bomber. <laughs> Look, that's perfectly normal for Ash. He never lands or impacts anything. There's always a legendary there to break his fucking fall. That's true. No, Ash has just got so much compressed muscle, he doesn't feel it anymore. He's like, oh, I guess I hit the wall. I didn't even so, notice. So you're saying back in the first movie, if Mew didn't catch him, he would have been fine. Yes. He would have DBC style flew through the whole tower and just been okay. No, not in the first movie because he hadn't developed that muscle yet. Over the past four movies, he's learned, he's grown, he can now take the impact. This, mess, this mental image of Ash with a weird amounts of condensed muscle is scaring the hell out of me. This 10-year-old is stacking Zenkai boosts every film. 
Yes. And it never, like, it just keeps going up and up. There's no relapse ever. Ash is just so strong. Uh, after saving him, Latias is like, hey, you know what? I, I'm stealth mode. I'll just help him win the race because that's a funny thing to do. <laughs> so it just grabs Totodial, starts flying down the freaking canals, and Latios in stealth mode is just like, hey, we gotta go home. You gotta stop. And just shoves them down a random fucking canal. And then Ash crashes because of that, having to leap off of the pod onto land, run upstairs, runs out of land to run on, and then falls back into the water. Meanwhile, back at the race as it is, we get a photo finish where Misty's Corsola <laughs> leans into it and just has the pointy little horn go over the line. It is so good. Misty wins. You can't say that about most films. No. Also, <laughs> this has to continue that thing of Ash can't win anything. <laughs> <laughs> He's a winner in spirit. He's, yes. He's so cursed. It took him so long to shake this curse. <laughs> Maybe this is why his dad left. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God. What are you talking about? Mr. Mime was there last time we checked. <laughs> okay. So uh, just to point this out, because I think it was a, like a really cool little detail. Mm -hmm. They're riding on these like chariots in the water that are kind of styled after Fortress. Yeah. Yeah. The, they have a few different styles with them. And yeah, it really does have a Fortress style. I thought that was really, really neat. Yeah, it, it's a good little bit of world building. There are so many small touches all throughout this film, like a hopscotch thing I'm going to reference later, that is just so neat, and it's, like, dense with this. And I'm like, how can I bring all of... I can't bring all of these up, otherwise the synopsis will take forever. But this film looks really good, and it has so many small things like that that are just adorable and great. Yeah. Yeah, I actually thought it was a repeat ball, but Fortress makes way more sense. Hmm. <laughs> repeat ball, do the race again. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's not... Oh. Uh, but yeah, Misty's a winner this time, unlike in the other film where the, the moral was uh, women must suffer or something. I can't remember exactly how they delivered how Ash is Misty's burden. <laughs> but uh, the winner from last year congratulates her and is like, hey, good job. How about I show you around Altomar? And I'm like, is this guy going to be like a guy who really cared about winning and is just going to do something evil? It's like, no. Yeah, no, here <laughs> I was expecting like the <laughs> Ash Cuck arc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's also what I was expecting. I was expecting him to hit on her. But no, he just he he's just a good person, which is strange in any media <laughs> yes. property, really. <laughs> yes. I expected him to have any impact on this movie. Like, not to just be a one-off character who's here for the set piece and, like, a conversation. Like, maybe they run into him in the museum and he knows some shit. Anything. No. Nope. No. Guys, no. we spent a long time on this race and it was really cool. Do you think we could have it matter at all? No. I mean, the race matters, but the people don't. The, the, the race is really cool. And that matters to me watching this film going, oh, man, I wish I saw this in theaters. That would have been amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for some reason, this guy is just a really cool dude. <laughs> um, <laughs> but aside from him, we'll get to it, more of him in a moment. Uh, Ash is, you know, he wrecked out, but he's like, it's okay, Totodile. It's okay you made the wrong turn. And Totodile, like Donald Duck, is just incomprehensible. <laughs> it just makes sounds at him. He's and I'm like, a good time. Unlike Kingdom Hearts, there are no subtitles here. Uh, <laughs> I am going to assume Totodile is just jazz 24-7. I love Totodile. Totodile is so good. 
so yeah, the winner from last year who took second place to Misty is just giving them a tour of Altamar in a gondola. Misty goes, the buildings in this town are beautiful, which is because Misty's great. But then Brock's there too and goes, so are the girls. <laughs> Did I make it weird yet? <laughs> <laughs> Brock, can we talk about how you dropped my best friend off a bridge 20 minutes ago? <laughs> like we cut back to the son of a bitch and he's just holding Togepi out there. <laughs> this is not a good movie for Brock. <laughs> Who was the celebrity that held their baby over the balcony? It was Michael Jackson. Oh God! Yeah, I think that was Jackson, wasn't it? Oh my yeah, God! I think that's right. <laughs> <laughs> gonna gonna walk right past the line that you've drawn there, and uh, Misty's <laughs> checking out a first place glass medallion, which has really cool symbols that tell the story of this town. Uh, and then that's when they notice, oh, hey, the statues over there are the Lati twins, as I call them, because, oh, my God, having to say Latios and Latias together as a group phrase 300 times in the synopsis will kill me. Um, but anyways, the tour guide dude is like, everything's so peaceful in our town now. We don't need their protection. <laughs> I'm like, don't say shit like that. Don't don't. St this is like a Floridian that goes, but a hurricane hasn't hit our town in a while. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. As they're going down here, though, a whirly McGig flying drone drill spies on a crowd of GameCube CG characters. <laughs> it's at this moment that I remember that Suicune GameCube model from that earlier movie. Oh, yeah. It's like that, but people. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad, but not as bad as I've seen in television anime within the last two years. Yeah. Which is insane. No, it's true. It's true. <laughs> this is a movie, though. This is a movie, and it clearly has a decent amount of money. Anyways, the drone is being operated by Annie and Oakley, who are looking for Latias, who is disguised as a person. But Pokemon, you see, have lower body temperatures than normal people. That, is that what they say? <laughs> is what they say? That seems insane. Magmar out here just so cold. <laughs> Magmortar Mag is just going to wear a business suit. No one will ever figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> this slugma is invisible in this crowd nobody knows what the fuck he's doing but keep it up little man they, they, they bump into him as he's burning a hole in the ground they're like oh sorry sir because he's wearing like a tiny hat <laughs> <laughs> he's got like a little school uniform on and as it's melting they're just like alright kiddo let's get you to class wait are you telling me that wasn't Conan this whole time and it's just slugma in a Conan outfit oh my god uh, Annie and Oakley take off in a boat, uh, having done a little bit of this reconnaissance, and splash Team Rocket, who has ice cream, because they still can't have shit in this movie! Yeah, it's kind of fucked up. It really is! This, you're, you're absolutely right with the tricks comparison. This is cruel. This is cruel to them. Yeah, this is time Team Rocket's literally just on vacation. Like, they are ignoring <laughs> the main characters. Right? <laughs> They've been so helpful for the last couple of movies. I'd also like to point out a little thing. Um, mm-hmm. Once again, the four kids dub cast is poisoning me because I'm listening and I'm going, why does Annie sound familiar? Who is she? It takes me until nearly the end of the movie, but I realize that's my Valentine. They, they just mm. cast her as another blonde. <laughs> that sounds right. I think the other one is Lisa Ortiz because it yeah. just sounds exactly yeah, like Lisa Ortiz. Probably. I'm like, it's Lisa Ortiz and the chick who does Bulbasaur. <laughs> <laughs> Roll a D4. If it lands on one, it's Lisa Ortiz. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're reading the book at the beginning. It was like, is she going to cast a fire spell? What's God. happening? God. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> so after their ice cream's ruined, the rocket trio 
in the U.S. dub, realized who they are, Geofani spies, totally, and they said, <laughs> hey, we should catch up. So they sort of, like, run off. Going back to our main crew, though, last year's winner just goes, hi, I'm a decent man who lost you in a competition and then did a nice thing to you by showing you a tour of the city. I will now leave your life forever. And I'm like, what? Who is this four-leaf clover of a man? (laughs) (laughs) Holy crap. Anyways, Pikachu wants to get some water from a spout but can't turn it on. Lati, I mean, a little girl with weird hair turns it on for Pikachu. And Pikachu's like, oh, this is this is really nice. Thank you. You have saved my life on this day. Ash shows up and is just like, hey, Pikachu, we'll do a good thing. And that's when this perfectly normal human girl just starts walking up and not saying anything to Ash and doing like circles around him. And it's just kind of like the bubble is burst. He, she's way too close. Anyways, she runs off. Annie and Oakley realize it's her. They finish pursuing her. <laughs> They're like, this is her, isn't it? As they fall along in a canal. And they put on the They Live shades to see that it is, in fact, Latias vertically in the spot where the human girl was. Animation ever. I I thought that. I'm just picturing an edit where someone takes like the 3DS Latias model and just cuts the movie, but with the model moving up and down anytime it's her. I need it so bad. It's so much. It's like, I thought that she was transforming, not just an illusion and then standing upright. It's way too funny. Yeah. Yeah, and it's only now through this conversation. I'm like, yeah, this is like MIB animated series intro vibes here. They're just like, yeah, and in this size of person, somehow this thing fits. It's like, all right. Uh, but yeah, Annie and Oakley, they're tired of this. They summon they summon Espeon and Ariados after confronting her. Espeon freezes Latias, and Ariados covers her in silk shot. Ash runs up and yells, what do you think you're doing? And they sick Espeon on Ash, who goes, Espeon, burns! <laughs> and shoots a rainbow beam and attacks his brain. Just, However, <laughs> they just attacked a child Yeah, the that, that's a real fucking mistake with Ash. Yeah. <laughs> one there's a lot of pokemon just throwing hands at humans in this movie it just keeps happening two i like how ash like shrugs it off is like no no pikachu shocks me like 18 times a day (laughs) i know i don't even have any pain receptors he's he's like that's a dirty trick pikachu's (laughs) used thunderbolt it's a human. I'm just like, what is going on? You cannot have Pikachu Thunderbolt, a speedboat, sitting in water. You're going to kill these women, Ash. Please stop choosing violence every day. It is these women and anyone who is unfortunate enough to like have fallen in the canal or have their water Pokemon swimming. Right? Anybody taking a shower nearby? And I'm just taking like notes of like, luckily neither of them has a heart condition. Um, the the gas didn't ignite. No one's nearby to die. Uh, thank God. We're all just lucky. We made it through this barely. <laughs> no thanks to Ash. Ash is used to doing this to Team Rocket. He didn't account for these being regular humans and not Team Rocket. <laughs> well, he rolled up and he's like, what's going on? And they said, we're making fun of this little girl's shirt. And Ash took that pledge to always step in when he saw bullying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. Uh, Ash runs off with this totally normal human girl and Pikachu. 
Uh, they keep running down CG alleys, which are hilarious because they keep doing swooping, cool 3D <laughs> shots of the alleys. And the whole time, Pikachu's going pee, 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 pee. It's the funniest Pikachu performance I think I've ever heard. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, this may be the peak Pikachu performance in all these movies. I'm like, if you could just do that, like for an extended period of time that's always great pikachu might be bringing one of the best performances. you know what we'll get to that later we have a segment later for that anyways latias leads ash back to his friends and then disappears ash wonders where she disappeared to in that sad piano plays we now cut to them outside of the museum uh which was referenced by brock as he saw ash running up or misty can't remember uh Ash goes, it looks more like a palace than a museum as they enter it. They see two fossils on the ground and then a horrifying man named Lorenzo enters their life. (laughs) (laughs) This man's deeply unsettling and does not fit the art style of Pokemon, in my opinion. So at no point do I, you know, calm down. I'm just always on alert (laughs) while Lorenzo's around. What's wrong? (laughs) I had no idea that Dr. Light was Mario in his 50s. (laughs) The weird thing is he's got, like, the Watson vibe to him, mm-hmm. but his eyes are wrong for this era of Pokemon especially. <laughs> yes. yes. All you have to do is change those. It, it's like he's so close to a hiker sprite, but yeah. then yeah. Yeah. completely but then wrong. Completely wrong. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, I know it's a hot thing on Twitter to correct art. If someone could correct Lorenzo, I would actually <laughs> be interested in that. Please try. Right, like, <laughs> hey, somebody in this movie is a Pokemon in disguise. You'll never <laughs> guess who it isn't. <laughs> uh, Lorenzo introduces them to the DMA, which is the defense mechanism of... Altomar. Brock sees stained glass and thinks of women. <laughs> God, everything leads back to that for him. He's like, oh my God, stained glass. I'm going to get laid. <laughs> Not a great movie for Brock. What are, what, are, what are you even saying? And Brock just keeps staring into the distance. Lorenzo explains. He's like, long ago, the Aerodactyl and Kabutops, which were the two fossils on the ground, were taught by an evil trainer to attack people. Latios came and brought water and drowned everyone. <laughs> we named the town Altomar, which means high sea. That's also when they built the DMA, but they wanted to make sure no one would ever disrupt the peace again. Fortunately, they never had to use it. In Japanese, this temple and the sun tower were built for the Lati twins to express gratitude for them protecting the town. We also built the DMA. We have no idea how to use it. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? It's fantastic. It almost seemed ambiguous in the US dub whether, like, did Latios make it? Did the people make it? What's the deal? Here, at least in these subtitles, it sounds more like we made it. No idea how it works anymore. Just no idea. We don't have that type of USB device anymore. Who knows? Uh, Ash looks upstairs in the middle of the story right at the end. He goes, wait a second, that's a Latias girl. And he starts touching the DMA device, uh, or the DMA, as he gets closer. Everyone's upset, and Ash goes, I need to go after that girl. So he starts running after her, and his ass gets droned. Uh, there's a drone following <laughs> his ass now. <laughs> uh, one of the alleyways he passes through has a really cool hopscotch thing, wherein Next to the one on the hopscotch is a really weird mutoid horsey, I guess. I don't know. But in the corner, as it goes around the alley, you can see this weird Mewtwo. And I'm like, who's drawing art of Mewtwo? How did someone in Altomar see Mewtwo? What's the deal with this? Look, Mewtwo goes on vacation to Altomar sometimes, okay? Is that a problem? Can he not go on vacation, Dan? 
uh, yeah, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna take that stance. No, you cannot. <laughs> Ash catches up to the girl who is now wearing a hat or was before and is still and says, Hey, why did you disappear like that before? And she goes, I don't know you. <laughs> and runs off. <laughs> Ash gets lost in the alleyway. We get a really ambitious and awesome flying around him shot where he's the center of the shot and just flies a full 360 around him as he looks down the alleys. And I'm like, Oh, this is why you did it in CG. This is good, actually. I love this. Immediately after, you know, that disorienting moment, we cut to uh, one of the canals where some Murkrows are and they scream Murkrow. And then there's some Yanmas who go bang, yang, 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 as they fly away. And I'm like, this is incredible. I I'm clapping. Them. I love this movie. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you right now, this movie's deck check has I, it started high with that sequence at the start and it has just kept mm-hmm. going up. 100 percent. 100 percent. These are really good picks. Uh, the girl appears on the bridge and waves Ash over. So he starts, and she she runs away. So he pursues. There's more shots of the CG alley. They maybe reused a little bit of this a little too much. But eventually, the girl runs into a dark street corner and just fades into the darkness. And it it's apparently a portal. So Ash, you know, enters the portal and probably ends up in labyrinth or something. I don't know. They emerge. They emerge into a beautiful wooded area with stone architecture, uh, nature everywhere. It's beautiful. Yanma's here, and it's still making the most hilarious sounds. Ash is taking in the splendor of nature, pallywags in the pond, uh, whooper in the pond, uh, Google Docs autocorrect that to a whopper. So I guess a hamburger's <laughs> hanging out in the pond. That's Team Rocket's meal from earlier. It's such a shame. <laughs> Floated all the way out here. Off screen, they lost even more food to water. <laughs> when will this menace stop? They have not eaten a single thing since they've arrived. They have wasted $50. <laughs> I feel bad for all of them, but I feel worse for Meowth. Um, Ash sees the girl, chases her more, and then ancient CG fans start to spin. Ghost Latios appears in stealth mode in the water, flies up, and knocks Pikachu the fuck out. <laughs> it is like, oh man, that is that is bad. That was one hit, and Pikachu's like really bruised, and this was not okay. How are they going to de-escalate? The girl stops Latios. Latios then makes a scream that made me crack up so hard because it sounds like a weird sound my girlfriend would make imitating wildlife. <laughs> yeah, it, it sure does. <laughs> Ash goes, that's Latios. Why is he so mad at us? And that's when the girl with the museum, the real one with the hat and the art supply shows up. She is mad. Her name's Bianca, by the way. The old man from the museum who freaks me out still <laughs> is named Lorenzo. He shows up and he goes, it's okay, Bianca. Latios is into him. <laughs> Bianca calms down. Latios calms down. Ash and Latios. Ash gets on a swing immediately. You know, this is like one of those weird, like, I wrote a script for what kids do, and it's like four seconds have passed. Is he really just going to go immediately to a swing and sit down? Latia starts playing on the swing with him, and, and Ash goes, no offense, but I thought Latias was the name of a Pokemon. And then Latias <laughs> reveals herself, and that image is incredible. I cracked up so hard. <laughs> and he's just like, sweet God. <laughs> I, I like to think he's just like, Latias is a Pokemon, guys. He turns around and he just goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Pikachu's like, I just got my ass kicked, man. Can we talk about this? <laughs> 
Ash is like, I'm processing a few things right now. Please give me a moment because you're so many complex emotions. Yes. <laughs> Ash falls out of the swing for, while freaking out. Latias picks him out and starts screaming while flying around him. Pikachu and Latios are buds now, too, I guess. And we get a cool, whimsical sequence of Pikachu riding Latias. There's a fun song. It's the same in both regions. It's really good. They explain one of Latias's powers is to take on the shape of a human. And since Bianca and her are great friends, she changes into Bianca a lot. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, sure. The Lati... All right. That's not not, none of my business. Um, Lati twins' eyes glow, and they both start screaming. I crack up. Latios <laughs> dives into the underwater passageway and Latias warps reality around our main cast. We're flying under the water now because Latias is showing them what Latios sees. They call this sight sharing or remote play, depending on which platform you're on. It's shareware. Would you like to try Doom 2? <laughs> Lorenzo explains, uh, their father brought the water to this town and saved them. Uh, he died doing that. They're now orphans. And Asher's like, oh, that's shad. And they explain the soul dew powers the DMA. It's in a fountain over there. Ash goes, wait, wait, where's where's the soul dew? And they, we get the shot of the soul dew and it zooms in and it's in this cool metal holding uh, structure underneath the water of the fountain. And it's a really cool shot and it could stand on its own. But four kids went, they need to know it's cool. Ash, uh, can you say, it's really cool? <laughs> and I was like, this is great. I love how dubbed and weird that sounds because it's it's all it's all animated. It's all voiceover, but somehow this sounds like exactly like a pickup line would in a movie where they dub in, okay, now that we arrived in my car, we will get out. <laughs> Lorenzo says, it's important that the location is kept a secret. I'm like, you just told a child. What are you doing? And... <laughs> Ash goes, hey, Latias. Oh, and then Ash is pulled away by Latias up into the air and then dropped onto Latias. Everything was fine until now. I think that's uh, really terrifying, and I would start being scared of Latias at this point. <laughs> I, I do not believe dropping me from, like, two stories is funny. <laughs> Hoping that your brother catches me. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's just me. Look, they're, they're legendary Pokemon. They're, they're in on the bit. They know that Ash will never hit the ground. <laughs> we just keep dropping him ash immediately goes uh i can't play anymore i gotta rejoin my friends and latias is sad ash leaves and the lati twins fly around screaming while i continue to loosen over the sounds they make and then the drone sees them oh no we cut to a uh workshop this is lorenzo's workshop where he makes gondolas and uh he explains oh we can cut through here we can just use a normal fucking passageway to get back <laughs> from this weird dimension uh boating back after this uh because lorenzo says bianca you take ash all the way back or whatever they're boating back bianca and ash have a conversation about annie and oakley chasing latias apparently bianca was unaware of annie and oakley she goes that's weird it's nighttime now Annie and Oakley are running across rooftops, jumping around all cool. Team Rocket tries to do the same. They miss a jump and land on a post saying, that was a close one. And then Wobbuffet lands and goes, Wobba! And it crushes the lamp, causing them to fall and go, Team Rocket's black! And then the explosion sound. <laughs> Amazing. I love every moment of this movie. They can't even get through the catchphrase. Espeon comes into the workshop 
Lorenzo goes, oh, what's, what's your deal? And Espeon puts him in a coma. That's really screwed up. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> Espeon's so evil. <laughs> See, I... I, I considered the angle of like, oh, this is a prophecy that's going to repeat itself. Because look, these are two Pokemon that are attacking people. They've oh been trained God. by evil people. And then it turns out, no, one of them is like just in it for the for the fashion and the drama or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You, you really don't know. This movie is really full of a lot of Pokemon attacking people. <laughs> yeah, It's so drastic. I went and checked if the staff was different on this movie. And it's not, so it's just strange. <laughs> they just went, yeah, it's time, 2002, time to start attacking people. <laughs> Annie and Oakley come into the secret garden. The Lati twins start attacking them. They do really sick cartwheel dodges to avoid this. And then that's when the twins go, uh-oh, these are some badass bitches. We're going to have to go stealth. Lati twins go stealth. And that's when Annie and Oakley put back on the they live glasses, which apparently can let them see them in stealth mode, too. That's real good. They give, they give the command to Espeon. Hey, Espeon, use your swift attack. Espeon opens its mouth, just goes, bah, and pukes stars. Yeah. Amazing. I love this so much. <laughs> Look, it's the simplest things for me. I love Pokemon too much, and anytime an animator on a film has to animate somebody using an attack that, you know, you're, you're on the Game Boy original, it's pretty abstracted, because it's mm -hmm. worth noting. This comes out before third gen, even in Japan by months. So, the best highest fidelity representation at this point is Pokemon Crystal. <laughs> so, it's really good to just see the mouth come open and stars fly out. Anyways... Latios defends, but one of the girls throws a pile of balls that become a weird webby net thing that's kind of like electrified at it. And it just works. Yeah, it's like goo. It's really weird. Yeah. Somewhere between clearly electricity based and clearly like a physical net like thing. Anyways, the Latitarians continue to scream at each other and I continue to try to keep it together while watching this movie. And Latios tries to defend Latias while in the net, just like shoops over and takes a hit. Latias uh, isn't happy about this, but will take it. Escapes via the underwater passageway. Oakley struggles and gets the gem out of the nearby fountain. And while they, while they figure this out, they're like, wait a minute, look at this stuff on the ground. There was in fact cool architecture on the ground. I forgot to mention earlier that they are now solving with their play school laptop with keys like shit, yearn, Deet, which I've included a picture of in the in the Discord. There's one that's just the colon D, but flipped upright. <laughs> yes. Yearn. Yearn. Is there a yearn D? <laughs> the real question is why hasn't this become ASCII standard? <laughs> uh, tag yourself. I feel like I'm Deet. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm feeling pretty Deet today. <laughs> <laughs> There's a single suspicious eye in the upper left I'm sort of drawn to. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be the tilde with the, the vertical mark underneath it, but it just looks like an eye with a furrowed brow. But yeah, uh, uh, they use this play school laptop to solve the slider puzzle that is the floor here. And then they go, oh, check this out. It has an extremely ominous message about what will happen if we use the DMA. But they're probably <laughs> lying. <laughs> <laughs> Because, I mean, it, it, in this specific context, it's even worse. Because all over the Pokemon world, there seems to be some kind of, like, Bronze Age collapse event 
that nobody ever mentions because there are two kinds of civilizations in Pokemon world history. The ones that made all this stone shit and carved all these Borning glyphs (laughs) and modern civilization. Yeah, that's true. So these two, they keep doing research on all these artifact thefts they're doing. They, They have to have come across something like this before. The stones don't lie. Right? Yeah, no. This, the, the, nobody's pranking you. What's wrong with you? Right? What benefit is there th- to that? This is how you get unknown. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, my brain processes. This is how you get unknowned? Like stick bugged? <laughs> Anyways. Later, Bianca and Lorenzo discover the soul dew is gone. Annie and Oakley made off to the museum with it, and they dump Latios' body in the middle of a circle, which becomes a cool gyroscope. And I just look, I'm not into the suffering of Pokemon. That doesn't that doesn't do anything for me, but something about the abuse Latios goes through in this movie is very funny because of how it sounds when he yells. <laughs> the DMA activates because it now has a beat up Latios in the gyroscope and its legs start to unfold and then just clip through the ground like a no clip glitch was activated uh, the girl and old man show up they just go hey what are you doing and Espeon attacks them with psychic knocking them both out <laughs> what did they expect why were neither of them ready at all for an attack if only Lorenzo came with some sort of device that we had a segment about <laughs> but he didn't this is really funny because this DMA device starts activating. It starts swinging some sort of ball around and looking really crazy. And Oakley's like really into this. Whereas I'm like, that could be a hazard that could hit your head. I would not stand this close to the device. Elsewhere, Latios flies into the room that Ash and his friends are staying in. Ash has to explain. This is Latios. Misty and Brock are like, she's Latios. And then Brock's like, hi, Latias can't figure out what to say because she doesn't talk so she just transforms into a troop from Misty Brock shit a brick I feel like a good part of their mentality was just assuming Ash was like having a weird dream and woke up (laughs) we cut back to the DMA in the museum it's going crazy the girl and old man are webbed up now like a thumbnail for what a d hell they tell Latios hey open your eyes so Latios can see what's happening with the cool remote play thing you know the screen sharing anyways they do that Ash and friends see the room via Latios using site share and Ash goes somebody has stolen the soul do and it's like yeah that's I mean, there's a giant scary spinning machine in that room that I would notice before the tiny gem, but yes, you are correct. Somebody stole the soul dude. That could be a problem. Oakley gets in the ball. This is a mistake. This thing has mad, like, low-rent fair ride energy. It does. Where it's just like, come out to the state fair. It's safe. We promise. A lot of things in this movie remind me of the Professor Layton series, but this is, like, explicitly the thing they find at the end of those games made by an insane person. (laughs) Yeah, actually. (laughs) It's like, yeah, I'm going to get into this wildly unstable clockwork doomsday device. Everything down to, like, the mansion being at the end of a hallway that's just a trick hallway feels very late in core. This is fucking me up now that you've pointed it out. (laughs) There's also, like, also, like, Bianca's grandfather just looks different from every Pokemon character. Yes. He has, like, really weird eyes. If you just give him, like, the dot eyes instead, he could very easily be a latent character. 
It's true. It might be easier to convert them to that than a Pokemon character. <laughs> also, just a lot of the music also reminded me of that. I, I actually really enjoyed the music in this movie. I don't know how the Japanese soundtrack was, but the U.S. soundtrack was really, really good. I don't know if that makes me a simp for like 2003 or whatever music, but there was just some fun, earnest energy and a high power pop going on the whole time. It felt good. We even have like a Latin flavor to the outro music because we had like three songs there. And I was like, ooh, what is this is exciting. And I tried to find the song and I couldn't. I lost it when it went like to the Latin sounding song because I'm like, dude, this is Pokemon Venice. What? What? <laughs> I know, that, was, that was my first thought too i'm like do they not know where italy is i don't i, I think they just heard like mark anthony on the radio and they were like do it they're like what's popular make a track now do it pull the trigger now um yeah there, there, there's some weird like localization changes earlier where they reference crepes and instead of saying crepes, like Brock's just like, we're going to get more ice cream. Americans don't know what crepes are. I thought it what crepes were in middle school. I feel like <laughs> they got an right. Like just it's Italy. It's OK. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, Oakley gets in the seat. <laughs> she she tells the person working the fair ride that she's tall enough, gets inside, and immediately resurrects Kabutops and Aerodactyl. Which they can do for some reason. I feel like this device is designed to she, defend the city. She instantly, right? Like, there are so many layers of, like, it's designed to defend the city. It's going to do all sorts of crazy stuff. But first and foremost, it resurrects the two Pokemon that were beating up people. Right. All right. Sure. Uh, they don't have pupils. They're crazy. They are cracked out mofos. They're just going to start killing is my idea. Anyways, she goes, all right, you two, bring me that Latias. Uh, Latias ends the site sharing and collapses in the room with Ash and friends. We cut back to Oakley saying, I can control the whole room from here. Initiate citywide lockdown. <laughs> the rocket trio who are just trying to live. Are get trapped in an alleyway while trying to get back to their boat to leave the town. This seems pointlessly cruel to them for no reason. Mesh gates erecting everywhere, absolutely trapped. And it's at this moment I go, how many of these Pokemon movies are going to be a doomsday machine powered by a Pokemon? Just an idle thought. Ash leaps into the water uh, from his room. He's like, okay, let's get to this gondola. And he goes, Latias, guide me to the museum. We cut back to the DMA device. It is spinning absolutely crazy. This cannot be safe at all. There is no way I would trust this in the least. Aerodactyl flies up, grabs Latias, choking it, flies away. Ash jumps onto them, and then he goes, Pikachu, use Thunderbolt. <laughs> this is just going to keep happening, isn't it? Ash is like, I'm going to weigh you down, and then I'm going to try to kill both of us. Like, he's built up that tolerance. <laughs> yeah, Ash is like, uh, this happens to me all the time. It doesn't happen to you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, is Latias going to get hit too? Yes, I don't care. Pikachu, hit it. So Aerodactyl gets hit, lets go of them. Uh, Latias, seeing how this is going to go from here, turns invisible and flies away in time to dodge Aerodactyl using some sort of beam attack on Ash and Pikachu. This is when I, I looked it up, and this move was likely Hyper Beam, which Aerodactyl learns at level 50 in Gen 3, unlike first gen where it took until level 54. That means this is a pretty powerful Aerodactyl. 
Latias pulls Ash up from the water because he was knocked under by this hyperbeam. They float away as Aerodactyl's above, significantly above head, going over the buildings, just screaming. Ash sees the weird surf dome from the race in the beginning and has the idea to use them. It is very cool. All of Chekhov's guns are here. This chase, pretty tight. Aerodactyl's trying to catch up to them. They're surfing in, down the canals and stuff. And unfortunately, in between cuts, Aerodactyl got unbelievably huge and can't fit in between the buildings anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem with resurrecting. You just sometimes keep getting bigger. <laughs> So he slams into those buildings and Ash and, you know, Ash and Latias and Pikachu, they make it away. Misty and Brock, meanwhile, are trapped behind a gate, which is an impossible obstacle to conquer. <laughs> Misty laments that Ash left all of his monster balls behind. So they send out the Pokemon to help while they're trapped behind this gate. The Pokemon being Corsola, Crobat, and Politoed are sent out to help. Let's examine that. They're like, oh, Ash needs his Pokemon. Oh, well, let's send him our Pokemon. Why don't you just send him his Pokemon? <laughs> they wouldn't listen to them, I guess. Totodile would get in there and kill. <laughs> you just look up at the Aerodactyl. It's like, what's that hanging from its leg? And it's Totodile clamped down on its ankle. <laughs> Still having a good time. <laughs> yes. Totodile would not hesitate. I fully believe that Ash has taught this little fucker to kill. <laughs> <laughs> So Corsola, Crobat, and Politoed are sent out. I turn to Bob. I go, Bob, what do you think that Pokemon, and I'm pointing at Politoed, what do you think that Pokemon's name is? And he goes, uh, King Toad? <laughs> and I go, let me just Google King Toad and see what comes up. <laughs> uh, this may have been a mistake. Oh, no. Because apparently King Toad is a Breath of Fire 3 creature <laughs> that looks like this? Yeah, it's just, oh, yeah, that's like if Politoed enter a hell dimension. <laughs> Anyways, Brock remembers, I can climb gates. <laughs> we cut to Cobatops. Cobatops is absolutely massive and attacks until those three Pokemon sent by Misty and Brock defend Ash. It is a cool moment. Take that, Cobatops. We got to Latios being tased over and over by the DMA, and I just keep laughing because it's the funniest sound in the world. Um, <laughs> Oakley goes, I don't care if this town dries up. I can control the whole world if I want to. And Annie goes, Oakley. This seems insane. Like, Oakley, this is a defense mechanism for one city. How are you going to implore its power anywhere else? What makes <laughs> you think you can do anything with the device outside of the city? Okay, have you ever seen that vine where the guy is on the riding lawnmower <laughs> and he pulls out a yes. gun and he says, I have the power of a god and then and then points it at a cop? Oh my god. <laughs> that's her in this movie. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> uh, Ash and uh, Pikachu and crew are running up on the museum. Oakley is having fun with a metal liquid visualizer that looks like the the coolest winning visualizer you could find in 2002. <laughs> and apparently it spawns a weird CG water sprout. And as Ash and crew are running up, the water spout forms grids along the tile lines to trap in Ash and then forms another water spout with them inside of it drowning. 
Oakley's pretty smug right now about her child murdering abilities, but Latias <laughs> is activated and disables the machine remotely, which is a neat trick that I, I wonder if she could have done from anywhere at any point in time. The fair ride, however, from being deactivated in this way has had control removed. It is going insane because it hasn't been maintenanced in years. And that fair ride worker lied. It is not okay <laughs> to ride. It is now swinging Oakley like mad in this ball. And I'm like, we're going to open that chamber and Oakley's going to be like a liquid. It has been spinning <laughs> way too fast. Latios is screaming it in pain. I don't have to tell you that I'm absolutely losing it. Ash and Pikachu arrive. Pikachu electrocutes Espeon and an Annie immediately and they drop down. He was like, oh, that's really, it's really messed up that Espeon's doing that to that old man. But somehow when, when Pikachu shows up and doesn't Espeon and Annie, it's the funniest shit in the world. It's amazing that Pikachu just... He just wins. Any fight he has to deal with other than Latios in this whole movie just like immediately one hits them. That's true. He's the chosen one. The ball Oakley's in is uh, keeps opening up just to show Oakley is scared as hell and wants out and then keeps closing again. Pikachu electrifies Latios, who's still trapped in that gyroscope, but does absolutely nothing. Ash does the only thing he can think of. He tackles it. <laughs> He's learned one move and it's all he needs. Yeah, it's... Has this worked once outside of the first film? Ash tackling a thing. But see, it worked once. So he's going to keep <laughs> trying it until he it works to- <laughs> again. Ash just needs to open up this maneuver every time with this always works. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that didn't work. <laughs> What? No way. Latios activates and headbutts Latios, uh, stopping the gyroscope with her neck see tackle work for her i just that's her neck that can't be whatever the u.s government builds drones pretty strong anyways it breaks the gyroscope the fair ride from hell with the mist vibes finally stops swinging around oakley latios is a little beat up but fine ultimately everything's finally shut down calms down uh latios is talking to latios being like are you are you alive and latios just seems like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. It's fine. It's just a rough day. And he jumps up to talk to Oakley. They're like, yeah, we should, we should go. I don't want to be arrested. That doesn't sound great. But then Annie, Annie gets a little ADD. She looks over and the soul dew is now glowing with part purple and dark evil energy. She's like, hey, check this out. And like pokes it. And right as she pokes it, Lorena's like, hey, don't touch that. It explodes with an evil energy, and Annie is now trapped on Mr. Bone's wild ride. (laughs) The water leaves the city. All of it flows out into the ocean. Gondolas and boats flow out to the sea. Latios and Latias fly up to the top of the tower to to look out at it and scream a lot. It's very funny. The water starts rushing back in as a giant wave, destroying ancient stone structures. Take that history. And the Lati twins go, we're going to solve this. They charged at the wave, becoming a giant ball of light, disrupting it so it doesn't destroy the city. Latios dies. Latios sees it. Latios' soul inside the light. As they touch hands, Latios floats away. It's okay. It just became a ghost. It didn't die. Note to myself, <laughs> is this going to be the only movie where a legendary dies? The wave comes in pretty strong still, probably strong enough to mess up some sort of structures or everything. Oh, hey, there's Team Rocket. Ha ha ha. No. Team Rocket's like, Team Rocket's blasting off. (laughs) (laughs) It's so pointlessly cruel to them, this movie. 
Uh, we cut to Kabutops on a bridge, and I swear, this is as dramatic as I make it sound. Kabutops reaches towards the heavens, realizing its time has come. It turns into particles and flies away. Aerodactyl tries to fly away, but can't escape. It, too, turns into particles, <laughs> and both return to the fossil on the floor. These two were self-aware that they were going to die. <laughs> or, you know, go back to being trapped in the stone floor. Do you guys think that... I hope they're not aware down there. I hope they're just... <laughs> if they're aware down there, and then the museum put them in the floor where people will step on them constantly, yeah. every day, I think that's what hell is. <laughs> Can the DMA bring back Latios? Sorry, Latios? No. Okay. I tried. <laughs> Why would you think that? That's absurd. <laughs> it can only bring back evil Pokemon. Annie, Annie is yelling at Oakley. Uh, U.S. version, Japanese version, pretty different. Uh, they get stuck in the ball. It like shuts with both of them inside. In Japan, Annie remembers some shit that Oakley did to her in elementary school. To which Oakley replies, "You girls with a good memory are the worst." <laughs> <laughs> we cut to the next day. The main crew's taking a gondola out to the ocean to search for Latios and Latias. Mantine and Chincho rescue Latias. Lorenzo says that, like his father. Latios gave his life to protect the city. Ash is sad. Latios activates yet again and does the sight-sharing thing once more. Latios, viewing the world as it flies away as light and then becomes a small ball, the soul do, in Bianca's hands. Everyone is sad. The crew then places the soul do in the fountain. Water flows from it yet again. They say, thank you for saving our town, Latios. Please stay with us forever. Bells ring, we fade to black. Lorenzo has not stopped freaking me out this whole time. Ash and crew are leaving the town. Lorenzo says, ah, oh, Bianca can't say bye because she's off at the market. Ash and crew go, okay, well, we gotta leave. So they start boating away and Bianca grabs the art from the bedroom and runs after Ash. They see her running up after them, so they stop. She catches up and she kisses ass. <laughs> you know, I get an A for effort. I tried this all anyway. Brock loses it. Misty is floored, kissing ass like that. <laughs> Bianca <laughs> runs off, and Brock is extremely jealous, which says so much about him. Ash unfurls the art, and it's a beautiful sketch of Ash and Pikachu. <laughs> Frog seemed more upset over the idea it was also a Pokemon kissing. <laughs> Brock was jealous because he knew it was the Pokemon. <laughs> My Onyx never kisses me. <laughs> it's true. You gotta pay extra for that. I sure hope people don't make up weird theories about this 15 years from now, Ash, when you seemingly have a child. <laughs> <laughs> man, man, Brock, that's just a fucking weird thing to say. <laughs> what could it mean? While leaving the town, some music plays and they see three Latias and Latias in the sky in stealth mode. These songs are pretty neat. I enjoy them. The first one is like One World, I think it's called. I don't know. I couldn't find the listings for the U.S. soundtrack. And then the second one's the Latin Flavor song, which was very confusing for an Italian-based movie. But, uh, you know, popular at the time. Uh, yeah, it's also placed over Annie and Oakley in jail? Yes, they go to prison where they're reading a book that shows the guy from Pokemon 2000 with his contraption. I, I physically recalled. Yeah. I was so upset. I don't want this that bitch was... to ever come back, and I know it's going to happen, but you don't have to do it. You can stop. 
It's so I, funny. I love these having a continuity with each other. Yeah. Also, the prison warden was freaking another Jenny. Yeah. Yeah. The that was amazing. The prisons are run by Officer Jennies. But that's the weird thing. They were arrested by an Officer Jenny and then a bunch of dudes in masculine Jenny outfits. Yeah. I assume she's like the head of each department yes. and they have to hire regular people. Is that a thing? I guess. At least in this town. Mate, it is in this movie. They're members of the militia, like we talked about with, uh, <laughs> that was what Lieutenant Surge was. They're, they're, just, they're just the town's militia. God. <laughs> and as the movie comes to an end, I'm like, you know, that had good vibes. There was the kiss that uh, people needed us to know about on Pokemon Days. But, you know, this was a pretty good movie. It starts playing Pikachu's Goodbye and I lose it because <laughs> yeah. I have played Pikachu's Goodbye right. on hours-long playlists at my New Year's parties for years. And it's not the version in this movie. It's the version where Ash sounds a little weird and, P and he's crying and it's the intro. And people would just be listening to normal fucking music and then that would cut in. So for this to attack me psychically at the very end of this yeah. film, I'm like, no, what? We are so tuned to just picking up on this song <laughs> while doing something else. Like, oh, fuck, there it is. Oh, God, what are you doing here? How? Why? And that's it. That's Pokemon Heroes or uh, some better fitting name in Japan. So... I think that was a pretty great time, but before we talk about how good the movie was or wasn't, we gotta get through our Poke segments. Poke segments like, hey, did you know this series is hard? Uh, Patreon.com slash EB Podcast. We pay all of our hosts for hosting it. It takes a lot of time to edit and everything else. Thank you very much. Get an episode early. Thank you. Anyways, moving on. Pokemon segments. First segment, whimsy meter. How whimsical was this movie? We're starting with you, Bob. This had a lot of whimsy. There's the, the nightmare machine, but other than that. <laughs> <laughs> Even the nightmare machine is whimsical in the sense like you could see it being in one of the Ghibli movies that aren't about war crimes. Or one that has war crimes, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we compared it to a county fair ride. I think that's pretty yeah. whimsy. <laughs> right. <laughs> There's so much whimsy here on Mr. Bones' ride. <laughs> but they do let a legendary actually die in this one. I'm going to give it a seven. I think it still maintains a good bit of whimsy, even with that death, because they make it, like, very magical. Okay, uh, Chris, what are you thinking? I'm giving this an eight on the whimsy meter, because this was a really whimsical movie. Even the setting was whimsical. It was whimsical from top to bottom. Yeah, it doesn't really, visually or in any other way, really, it, it's like peak whimsical with a... <laughs> With a police officer coming out occasionally to tase a Pokemon. It, it doesn't have the saccharine feel to it, though, like the last one did. Like, it feels like genuine whimsy. This isn't Stevia, yeah. You're not feeling the, the, the sweet embrace of death as you experience this whimsy. Agra, what are you thinking? Uh, yeah, no, the, I mean, they're right. You've got, like, the weird enchanted seaside town, the secret garden, the magical machine run by the guardian beast. This, this, this thing is whimsy from top to bottom. I'm, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna have to give it a nine. Uh, Shibuya, what you thinking? Yeah, this is the movie with the most impactful and permanent Pokemon death that we've seen so far, but it also has, like, the most... Well, some of the most genuine whimsy that we have seen, where it, it doesn't feel like it's forced in. It feels like it just flows naturally. And the setting is really whimsical. Uh, I love Poke Venice. It's very cool. 
I I'd probably give it like a six. I just think like, yeah, permanent Pokemon death. He's showing you the earth because his soul is leaving this world. Uh, hits a little hard at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I, I genuinely contend that that scene is proof that uh, Latios didn't die and in fact just fucked off to a different planet. Then where did the orb come from, Agra? <laughs> Latios. No. Latios just made it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Latios is leaving Earth to go fight Deoxys. <laughs> it, just, it just spat that orb out before it left. <laughs> like, he, he realized side-sharing was happening, and he's like, oh, fuck, I'm caught. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> One day, Latios does side-sharing and just sees a bar. Wait a minute. <laughs> I, I genuinely believe um, you can't get much more whimsical with this without just going straight into cartoonish, almost satire of whimsy. Like, you literally would need everything to have rosy cheeks and be McDonald, Mickey Mouse-esque, right? Like, so I think this is pretty peak whimsy. I don't know how much more whimsical we can get here. I'm going to boldly throw down a nine, too. Absolutely. Uh, that brings our total to 39, giving this an average 7.8 on the whimsy scale. Which means we're moving on to the dex check. How good is the Pokecast this time? Guess what, guys? I, in fact, have a full list of the Pokemon in this. I'm going to read as fast as humanly possible. Are you ready? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Pikachu, Meowth, Togepi, Wobbuffet, Totodile, Politoed, Corsola, Crobat, Latios, Latias, Espeon, Ariados, Whalmer, Wartortle, Golduck. This is like the worst version of the Pokerap I've ever heard. Polyrath, <laughs> Tentacool, Starmie, Magikarp, Vaporeon, Chincho, Lantern, Azumarill. Quagsar, Quillfish, Mantine, Seedra, Volpix, Vaporeon, Natu, Zatu, Apom, Aerodactyl, Kabutops, Mantine, Yanma, Betterfree, Chincho, Murkrow, Oddish, Pidgey, Poliwag, Quagsar, Remoraid, Whooper, Jigglypuff, Caterpie, Beedrill, Diglett, Geodude, Graveler, Golem, Gengar, Lapras, Sea King, Rapidash, Rhyhorn, Seal, Dugong, Spiro, Onyx, Tentacool, Porygon, Scyther, Slowbro, Starmie, Voltorb, Electrode, Weezing, Gyarados, and Victory Bell. I think this was a great cast. I think these are great Shit, Pokemon. They were all in there? What? Where were half of these? A lot of those towards the end were in the intro thing. Oh my god. <laughs> Just to be clear. Oh my god. Yeah, that hardly counts. That's okay. It was really great outside of that. Uh, I'm realizing my dex check is going to be really high for this entire franchise because I fucking love Pokemon. <laughs> I'm giving it a nine. Absolutely earned it. So fucking good. Uh, we're going to move on to Chris. This has a Crobat in it, so nine. <laughs> <laughs> well, it kind of loses impact with that just one of Brock's Pokemon. <laughs> Okay, well, Brock's not in all these movies, so it's not going to lose That's impact true. in the long term. Yeah, eventually right. he's going to get arrested, Bob. Shibuya, what is your score? They had Chincho and Corsola and Kabutops and Murkrow and Yanma. It's a nine. Yeah, yeah. Yanma's so great. The sound it makes is incredible. I love him. Uh, so good, so good, so good. Agro, what are you thinking? So here's where I have to talk about the version of this movie I watched. Oh, because I challenged myself to, if I could find a legal version streaming of each one of these movies. And I managed to do that for this one. Oh no. Okay. It, it was on a, an app on my Roku called manga TV. <laughs> <And> it, <laughs> that doesn't sound legal. Agro. <laughs> look, 
it was on the official Roku website. I didn't ask a lot of questions. Uh, it was in four by three, and it was in SD. Holy shit! So I need you to understand that I saw Murkrow in this movie. I didn't see any Yanma. <laughs> Heard a couple of them. Never saw them. Oh God, no! No, <laughs> no he was on the left side of the screen. Fuck. So, so, so is your score also going to be cropped to four by three? <laughs> <laughs> Aerodactyl is doing a lot of the heavy lifting uh, to get this score back up to a seven. Okay, there we go. Hey, Bob, uh, are are you going to be in Academy aspect widescreen ratio, or what? What is your score coming? Yes, I saw the whole movie, but it does like there wasn't as many Pokemon as we've seen in some previous ones. Like it didn't feel like we had as good of coverage. Bob heard me read that entire list and went, "There weren't that many." Yeah. <laughs> It wasn't like these movies get ridiculous. The last movie was absolutely insane and filled every shot with too many Pokemon. I'm so excited to read every Pokemon that shows up in Detective Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So I'm going to give this a six. Oh, wow. It has Corsola, which really boosts it, but it's not enough for me to be like, oh, yeah, it's, it was amazing. Chris, can you believe this guy? He didn't see that Crobat. <laughs> okay, but King Toad was here, Bob. I think that should boost the score a little bit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. King Toad's here. Look at him with his terrible barbed dung. <laughs> oh, my King Toad. <laughs> Anyways, that brings our total score to 40, making it an average of eight. We're moving on to the easiest this category's ever been, I'm pretty sure. Gun check. <laughs> would this problem be better solved by a gun? Hey, Agro, would this problem be better solved by a gun? You remember that scene where Ash runs up on Annie and Oakley accosting a young girl by the canal? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, if, if Ash had a had it on him, they would have been dead. <laughs> 100%. He's like, I'm an American tourist overseas. Who knows how I got this here? But I did. <laughs> oh, my God. See, it was a held item. He gave one of his Pokemon, so they didn't check the Pokeballs. So he was good. <laughs> uh, Pikachu, I need you to hold this, okay? <laughs> Go in the ball, Pikachu. <laughs> Just till we get through airport security. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Chris, what, what do you think? I mean... <laughs> I feel like if Bianca's grandfather had had a gun, the movie would just be over. Yeah, yeah Lorenzo <laughs> yeah. would absolutely just be like, <laughs> Latias didn't invite you, bang bang. <laughs> Roll out in the middle of the night with his beautiful side-by-side -side carved wooden stock Italian shotgun. Oh my god! <laughs> this is nothing less of Espeon. <laughs> <laughs> These chicks don't have, like, the fucking... Arachnatron from He-Man. They don't have fucking power armor. They don't have the no. shit the guy from the Lugia movie had. They're just two chicks. It's like Castle Doctrine. Bang. <laughs> uh, Shibuya, what do you think? Do you think a gun would better solve this problem? I, I think that if these bitches and their espion were shown a gun, things could have been different. Yeah, uh, when the espion walks into the shed... And Lorenzo's just carving his little canoe, and he's like, what are you doing, little bitch? Uh, I think if Lorenzo had a pistol on him, and he saw this Espeon charging up a psychic, boom, boom, done. Espeon was their best Pokemon. What are they going to do? String shot him? He's like, oh, wild animal. 
Bob, uh, pretty foregone conclusion. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, of course. Like, this is the most obvious it's ever been. It would just end. There wouldn't be a movie. <laughs> well, my favorite part is not only would there, like, you could preempt so much of the movie, but it would help at multiple different points. For example, hey, something's wrong with this gem. And that's when Lorezzo shoots Annie. <laughs> Congrats. <laughs> Alatios is still alive. <laughs> we did it. Yeah, there are all sorts of the problems of this film solved by a gun. Anyways, that's a pretty unanimous segment. Let's move on to MVP most valued Pokemon. I'm I'm a I'm a greedy bitch. I'm going first. Fucking Latios. It made me laugh the entire film. <laughs> <laughs> I was not ready for their their shouts and yells of fun and pain to be that funny. That was so good. It was delightful. I love this film. Let's let's hand this off immediately to someone else. Uh, Bob. Corsola. Corsola saves Ash, wins a race, and is all around way too happy about it. Hmm. It's perfect. Corsola is a pretty positivity Pokemon. That is just true. Uh, Agro? Uh, I'm going to have to give this one to Espeon. <laughs> Espeon has the initiative and the bloodthirst. Espeon is carrying this team. No compunction with attacking children in the street. They, they tell Espeon to attack Ash Ketchum, the mightiest mortal walking the earth, and it doesn't even <laughs> blink. <laughs> Espeon's just like, sleep! <laughs> just puts them down. Uh, Chris, who's the MVP? As though I don't know. Hey, I'm not going to give it to Crobat. <laughs> oh, I totally didn't type that in already one moment. Well, I don't untype that. I'm going to give it to Ariados. Just because, man, they were stuck in that web a while. <laughs> I know. You, you'd think at some point it would start to go away, and then Ash used Pikachu to shock through it, which seems like maybe you should just start carrying, like, a multi-tool, Ash. No. <laughs> everything solvable by tackling and using Thunderbolt. It would be hilarious if the, like, Bianca was just freaking out, like, being electrified the whole time that the rope was being cut there. <laughs> Uh, Shibuya, who's your MVP? Since both of my picks are gone, um, I'm, I'm struggling a little bit. You know what? Fuck it. Favoritism. Kabutops. He was brought back from the dead. He knew what he had to fucking do. He chased those bitches on that canoe like a maniac. He was hopping ac across those boats to get to this child and kill him. And then yeah. when he knew his time was up, he was just like, God, I wish I could stay alive. And I respect that. Yeah, that's a beautiful moment. Yeah, and he didn't, like, get enormous. <laughs> yeah. Which is, you know, all around he, great. He didn't mess up like Aerodactyl did by getting huge. <laughs> yeah, Kavatops was really cool. That is a really cool Pokemon design, and that moment at the end as it, as it reached towards the heavens. Absolutely awesome. I loved it. That's our MVP segment done. We're now moving on to our next world famous, not a direct reference to anything so outdated people don't get it in the least segment is Ash in a coma. We're going to start with Shibuya. No, I don't think he is. I think he just went on a vacation with his friends to Pokey Venice. And then he got a girlfriend who may or may not be a Pokemon and may or may not have his <laughs> kid with him that we're going to see in later this year. I, I don't think he's in a coma for this one, chief. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with Shibuya that this doesn't this doesn't have any flags for me that say, "Hey, Ash is in a coma." This just says American tourist. That's it. How do I solve all these problems? Pikachu electrocute. 
Uh, Bob, what are you thinking? Is Ash in a coma this time? I'm not getting strong coma vibes, but I could definitely see the a Pokemon falling in love with him being part of a weird fever dream. <laughs> it's like some weird thoughts that Ash has are coming into like fruition here. So possibly. <laughs> I think that he might be in a coma. Okay. Well, uh, Agro, what are you thinking? I'm really like Bob. I'm, I'm conflicted here because I, I, at first I, I was thinking that that Latias uh, weirdly transforming into a girl was part of the fact that Ash, you know, he, he was an only child from a small village and he was never really socialized around girls his own age. So he's got all these confusing emotions with his changing coma body and he's sort of crossing them over with the only thing he's ever really loved, which is Pokemon, and it's creating some imagery in his head <laughs> but i don't want to have to say any of that on a podcast so i'm gonna go with no he's obviously not in a coma this is a perfectly normal thing that's happening obviously not good thing you didn't say that uh hey chris what do you think i'm gonna go with yes ash is in a coma because as we established previously Team Rocket is trying to wake him up, and there's no other reason for them just to be abused this entire movie for no reason. Oh, God, that's so good. <laughs> you know what? Fair. All right. Well, we're moving on to RCSX Machina. How big are the plot holes just so the movie ends on the status quo of the show? Uh, we'll go ahead and start this one with Bob. Yeah, I didn't feel like the plot holes really were here this time. They just went to have this island adventure. Things happened, and... No one came back with them, but other than that, like their memory wasn't erased. They don't have any like reason that they need to forget stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess like what I forget. How do we it's score a one this? to ten? It's a one to ten. The only thing that's weird is the rating. All right, so it's like a two. <laughs> this is fine. Okay, uh, Agro. I'm exactly where Bob is. I'm on a two. Like. If, if, even if the weird shit to resolve the plot hadn't worked and like, oh no, seaside town that's 80% canal destroyed by Rogue Wave, that's not weird. And if certain theories about whose daughter may be in a show pan out, then this whole Jesus. thing proves to be canon anyway, so whatever. <laughs> Great. <laughs> hey, Chris. What do you think? RCS X Machina 1 to 10. <laughs> Well, somebody fucking died in this one, so it doesn't really have much Arceus Ex Machina. You'd think that uh, if God was going to intervene, it would be to bring back the Pokemon that died. Yeah, I agree with that. I really thought you were going to be like, hey, Chris, is it his daughter or not? (laughs) Our new segment. (laughs) So what are we thinking? Two. Because there really isn't very much we must reestablish the exact status quo. Ash, watch someone die. (laughs) Yeah. And unlike normal, he didn't kill them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Shibuya, what are you thinking? Yeah, I'm exactly the same. There's not really any fuckery with memories or with the setting. Everything goes back to normal, but in a way that's funnier than anything like everything happened at night and then the people wake up and they're like oh another boring fucking day yeah so yeah i'm gonna have to give it a two as well yeah i'm gonna have to sit there on the two as well which gives this perfect two so the reason is that like yes things went back to normal relatively like it would get a one if say Altobar's just ruined <laughs> we just now have to deal with that that's the only way i could get a one 
Elsewise, this really isn't convenient. A Pokemon died and it was sad. Ash had to electrocute people to solve problems. This wasn't a convenient solution handed down by some sort of deity, right? This was a barely got victory by legendaries working along with humans. Well, having gotten through those, we now need to rate this. And there's some Gen 3 mons in this movie. So you know what that means. We're now working on this Gen 3 scale of 1 to 386. Wow. How good is this movie? We're going to go ahead and start with uh, Chris. Uh, I'm going to give it a 336, which uh, I think comes out to roughly 87%. I have to rekey this algorithm to understand we're now working out of 386. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> hey, Shibuya, what do, you, what do you think? So this is... Not the best movie we've seen. I, th I think this is firmly in the middle. It's it's better than Lugia and Celebi, but it is not as good as Mewtwo or Entei. So I I think I have it right. I think I figured it out. Uh, I'm going to give this about a 263. You ever just end your p fun discussion-based variety podcast with people getting a math test? <laughs> <laughs> okay, wow, a 68.1. Okay, well, we're going to move on to... Uh, me. I loved this film. I would have been delighted to see this in theaters when it came out. This was my first time watching it. I thought the Pokemon movie where Ash kisses a Pokemon would have been way worse <laughs> based on that being a thing in it. Uh, but it was, in fact, kind of handled well and cute and a great movie. There are lots of really good visuals. I thought the budget was going to fall out of these movies entirely by now. But this is cool ramp-up hype cycle for third gen coming out a few months after this movie in Japan. I really enjoyed this. This is actually going to sit pretty high up on my list for a while. I'm going to give this 350. I know that sounds insane, but that's what we're sitting with. But we're going to Bob next. Hey, Bob. Hey, I was actually also singing 350. Oh, oh my God. Yeah, no, I, I also really enjoyed this. Not, I didn't quite like it quite as much as the Entei one, but that Entei one's immaculate. <laughs> oh my God, and his numbers match up with what he said. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm surprised. Because I didn't do the math or even look why I scored that one. <laughs> and I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Bob can't math. What the hell? <laughs> Bob, you can't divide by 386 in your brain? No, I can't. That's fucking ridiculous, my man. <laughs> man, yeah, no, it was, I was surprised. I, I was pleasantly very surprised by this film. I'm so excited to see how these continue to go from here. Agro, what are you thinking? Uh, mm, uh, guys, I'm going to give this movie a 193. Ooh. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not a fan of Latios and Latias. Uh, in fact, when I went to pull up this movie to watch it, I went, oh, it's the one with these two things. <laughs> I, I've been vocal about how much I don't really like Lugia, and I remember seeing this poster and seeing those two, like, fucking Plussel and mine and Lugia, and thinking, oh, I guess Pokemon's just bad now. That's a shame. Wow! <laughs> wow! What, what's wrong, Agro? You don't like weird, fleshy planes that scream? <laughs> yeah, what the hell? What's up with that? That doesn't make any sense. They've, they've, they've got that full-on third-gen random shape outline on them for no reason thing. They, you know, it's just... Yeah, and I eat that shit up, Agro. What's the fucking matter? God. They, look, look, they fly vertically, and it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> this, 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 this movie is, it is incredibly charming, 
but it is also just a random hodgepodge of dumb shit happening for no reason. You say this. <laughs> so it's a bad thing. <laughs> I just oh. Yeah, but it also has that it also has that action sequence where he's surfing and fighting the Kabutops. <laughs> That's pretty cool. It does. Yeah, that shit's good. Well, when you think about it, when you think about it, aggro, you know, you only see you only saw part of the film because of the crop. So if we multiply your number by one point three repeating, it's it's a slightly more favorable number. That's just math. Man, aggro is so like so many layers above me on a on a thinking scale. Clearly planned for this. Anyways, that brings our total number to 1,492. 1, and you can all figure it out in the comments section. Anyways, that's going to do it for this episode. We'll, we'll catch, wait, what is, we'll catch your monster balls. Does that, no, wait, what is no, it? I, I, I think that's assault. Um, yeah, I'm like, this can't be our outro. I'm going to get arrested. <laughs>